Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code RTFP to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Monster Monday presented, of course, by DraftKings that Brian and I are recording on a Sunday night. It is a new week which means we'll have a new spread the word winner via social media. We love you. We love those of you that spread the word via social media. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL, Twitter or Instagram. For those of you like to share on Facebook, facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. I'm trying to get 10,000 likes or whatever on that one. I'm very close on both Facebook and Instagram to 10,000. So help me get there, and I will send you guys some awesome press passes. Include me in a story. I'll put it on my story. I'm not great at Instagram. I'll just be honest about that. But if you put me on your story, I'll include it on my story. Hopefully we can grow it that way a little bit, and you can get an awesome signed press pass. Love those of you that take advantage of any of our sponsors. How about LinkedIn this week, as well as DraftKings? Little my front page story action should have a very good week as far as that is concerned. And then the YouTube shout out, trying to get the 5,000 subscribers on YouTube. The push, we've got three big pushes, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube right now. We can do this together. We can do it, and you can win an awesome cameo-style shout out from YouTube, which is very cool, youtube.com. Slash Ross Tucker NFL. Almost as cool, by the way, as Colleen Wolf from NFL Network. She is awesome. I think most of you already know that. I love when she's on the air. You know why? Well, I don't want to give it away. I'm going to mention it right now. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. As promised, we are joined now by one of my absolute favorites in the media. She knows this because I told her that in person at a Super Bowl once. I told her that as well when we were doing some work for the Philadelphia Eagles. I am a huge fan. She is the great Colleen Wolf from NFL Network, and that's her Twitter handle, which makes it easy, mm-hmm. at Colleen Wolf. Same with Instagram as well. Colleen, thank you so much for coming on the show. 
Thank you so much. I paid him to say all of that. So um, thank you for delivering. No breach in contract. Uh, I'm also a huge fan. So it's great to see you again. Uh, it's always a pleasure. You know, um, it's funny. I think we're all kind of biased, right? In <laughs> what you appreciate. You know, in all sincerity, like when you're watching something on television or you're watching a broadcaster, I think we all have some inherent bias of things we like, things we don't like. It's probably heavily correlated to what you are, right? Like, so I like who I am. So, and I, I, I know what I at least think my positives are. And when I watch you, you, you glow. Like oh, when you're on the so screen, nice. yeah, you're, you're always smiling. You're, you seem so happy. It's very clear that you love what you're doing. And that, like, I don't even ask for that much, right? I just, I want to be able to tell when I'm watching or listening, this is football, right? Like, I want to be able to tell that the person is happy and they love what they're doing. I don't think that's asking for too much. I agree 100%. My thing is always, I hate when people take it too seriously. I, I hate when people take anything too seriously. Um, whether it's like, I mean, unless you're like a surgeon, like you absolutely should take everything <laughs> very seriously. But like when people take themselves too seriously, I'm automatically out. I, I need someone who I need to be surrounded with people who can laugh at themselves, but also can laugh while we're working together. Because what we're doing is we're talking about a game. We're talking about football and yes, it's like a big business and people um, now, like, you know, there's there's a lot of money at stake and things like that. But ultimately, it's like in the grand scheme of things, it's not that important. Like it is, it's just, we're having fun. We're here to entertain. And so I love what I do and I'm glad that that comes through. But also it's because I work with some of the most amazing people. And I'm, I'm sure you get this too. Like when, it, when you're in this field and you're in the media, you get to meet so many cool different people that you wouldn't have met otherwise. And who also are aligned in that they love football, they love this job. And it's just like contagious when you're around people like that who care about what they're doing and who have fun doing it, then it, I can't help but not smile. It's awesome. Uh, it's it's what certainly uh, made me gravitate towards you, and and just you jumped out right away. I can't remember the first time I saw an NFL Network. Or by the way, had no idea you were from Philadelphia or an Eagles fan or anything like that. Um, Bonus we, points. Yeah, yeah, that didn't hurt. <laughs> that didn't hurt <laughs> once I found that out. Um, so I kind of know your background because I've I've asked you now, but. For the listeners and the people that see on NFL Network, um, and, and by the way, I what I know, Colleen, to be maybe your highest profile role, and correct me if I'm wrong, is hosting on Thursday nights, right? Yeah, yep. Mm -hmm. So like the thing, so why don't we do that? We can do the background after people okay. remember or you refresh them into how people, because there might be a lot of people, Colleen, that are like, yeah, I know her. Like, what, what, what night is she on? What day is right. she on? So, so you do the breakdown of what you do for the network because okay. that—that's what I know you most as is you know Thursday nights. Thursday night football—that is my baby. That's my favorite thing. 
that I do. It's so much fun um, getting to travel all over the place, a different city every week, a different stadium, different fan base. It's I feel like every show has a different personality because of that. And it's just so cool to be able to do it with guys like Joe Thomas and Steve Smith Sr. and Michael Irvin. And the way that the show started a few years ago, I think I've been doing it for four years now or maybe five, but the pandemic year in between was sort of like a fake year. Like I feel like it didn't really happen or at least I'm just like blacking it all out. So the way that the show has evolved from when we first started and the relationships within the show has been really fun to watch because just seeing the dynamic between Michael Irvin and Steve Smith and where they started to where they are now and how much fun they have just like making fun of each other and they're in on the joke now. And that has been really cool to watch because we all laugh so hard and so much during the breaks of the show, like when we're watching the game, it's like nonstop. And then you guys all get a peek at us like when we're on the air, but the show continues to go on the rest of the night and the lead up to it. So that's been a really awesome experience. I've loved doing it. It's yes, it's high profile, which has been a bonus. But if I was doing it for like three people to watch, that'd be cool too. It's just nice to be able to get dropped into a city and I love when they put us in the parking lots like when we get to go to the Muni lot in Cleveland with all the maniacs that's my favorite we got to do that in Philly um, and I met up with a bunch of my friends because they're the maniacs in the parking lot there and so it's just been it's been a really cool experience and then I also do the weekend show good morning football weekend that runs during the season on Saturdays and that's my other baby I've been doing that longer than Thursday night football and I do that with Mike Garofolo, who is like my brother. Uh, he's also from Philly. And he was born in Philly proper, like South Philly. So he's a real, real Philly guy. So I love to like rag on him about him not being actually from Philly when like I was born in the suburbs. So um, he's great. And it's like doing a show with like your cousins or your uncles or whatever. Like it's it's awesome. Michael Robinson is one of like, the best, most genuine people I've ever met. He is constantly giving us like motivational talks and like just helping uh, helping us live a better, like more mindful life. He's really been amazing in terms of just like um, helping me lead me along and like meditation and like yoga and all of this stuff. So he's really great. He's like a life coach, to be honest. And then D'Angelo Hall, we've done the show with a few different people. D Hall is fantastic. I love him. It's like, we're all kind of a family too, because when we started doing that show, we were doing it on Saturdays and Sundays and we, I would fly across the country cause I live in LA. And then I would go, when I started doing TNF, I would go to whatever city, Thursday night football was in. And then on Friday, I would fly to Philly and do the show out of Mount Laurel at NFL Films. And then I would fly back to LA. And sometimes I would have to do Monday night post game in LA. And so I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like just doing three shows and three time zones with three different crews. I have no idea what my name is right now, but we're going to get through it. Um, so I do, those are my main responsibilities. And then I'm usually hopping on different podcasts around the NFL podcast is like my uh, 
my work fam too. They were the first friends I ever made when I started working at NFL Network. And so that's Greg Rosenthal, Dan Hansis, Mark Sessler. They're my OGs. Um, so I do that. And then a lot of different things around tentpole events like Combine, at the draft, I'm usually on stage with Michael Irvin doing tricks. I don't even know. We're like juggling and on stilts. We're just entertaining people in between the picks. So that's a really cool experience. It's really fun. And then obviously they have me all over the place. It's like Super Bowl and training camp, which I really wish I could sit out training camp. I hate training camp so much, Ross. Uh, I understand why the players uh, don't like it either. It's so hot. It's so grueling. We should eradicate training camp. You know what's so funny, Colleen, that you say that? So I go to a couple training camps. Usually I'm there since I do the Eagles preseason games. I go to Eagles training camp at least once a week. And when they have these joint practices, I think the same thing every time, which is like, how did I, how how was I 320 pounds with a helmet and shoulder pads out there running around right now? into other 320 pound men like how did i do that because i'm 250 now and i'm i I have a t-shirt and shorts on or a polo shirt and shorts on and like a visor and sunblock and i'm miserable Mm -hmm. and i go to the rita stand twice once about (laughs) half quarter way through the other one about three and i get i get a mango the first time i get a blueberry the second time Cause like that, I need that to be happy. Yeah. Cause I'm just like, this is me. And there's people that go, there's beat writers. They go to training camp practice every day. Uh-huh. I honestly think to myself, how did I do that at 320 pounds? Well, so, and, and the Rita's that's interesting. You say that because it's like, you have to incentivize yourself to stay and you're like, okay, if I can make it through <laughs> another hour, then I will reward myself with Rita's. And it's just, first of all, it's the hottest time of year. And So when we do training camp, they send us all over. And so we'll do like a training camp tour. And a lot of times we don't know where we're going. And so I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be deployed to like Indianapolis and like Vegas and like wherever else. And I am someone who like when we're in the studio and it's, you know, 65, 60 degrees, it's usually really cold in studios. I'm hot. Like I'm like, it's kind of hot in here guys. Right. Like it's like, I've had hot flashes since I was like 13 years old. And so then you stick me in training camp outside. And so I'm just like a puddle and a microphone and it's just like very uncomfortable. So I like uh, a temperature controlled environment, Ross. I'm a delicate flower. So that is my thing with training camp. (laughs) So I feel like we're, we're, uh, we're kind of, wrapping up but i'm gonna go back to the start i feel like we did the reverse order here i know that's okay. okay that's okay so how did you get the nfl network gig like i know your background okay. you're from philly suburbs you went to drexel how did you get to where you are now because I, I think people are always curious about that obviously a lot of people would love to have the job that you did so they want to know how you did it yeah, so I this was not never the plan. This was not something that I had set my eyes on and was like, that's it. Everything will be working towards that. I was going to be an art teacher. Um, I didn't. I was going to go to art school and didn't really know what the plan was. And then I, when I went to Drexel, we had to do an internship, um, a co-op. And so you go to school for six months, you work for six months. And so when it was time for me to do my co-op, uh, the 
the options were like home shopping network and QVC. I'm like, oh, it's not really like what I want to do for six months. And so I thought to myself, I'm in college. I feel like working at a radio station is like what people do and that would be fun. And so I had never done anything like that. And I got an internship at the sports talk radio station in Philly, WIP, like the main morning show. And I walked in and remember thinking to myself, well, like, this is it. This is exactly what I want to do. I can't believe people get paid for this. They had so much fun. All they did was make fun of each other and yell about stuff and laugh about things. And it was just immediate. I knew it. And so then I was like, well, God, I, I better, I better figure this out. I better like learn all of, all of the sports. Cause I knew football, but I didn't really like follow hockey that much. I was a competitive figure skater. Um, and so I got every like baseball for dummies, hockey for dummies, basketball for dummies. And I read them all. And then every day I was like, I'm going to read sports section. So I read the sports section and then it finally started to click. And I was like, oh, okay. Like I'm starting to get this. And so I just took any and every job I possibly could that was in media. So I was booking guests uh, for Comcast Sportsnet in Philadelphia. At one point I was building cameras for like remote shoots. I was editing, I was producing, I was line producing, I was building graphics, I was shooting, like I was everything that I could possibly do. Because I figured if I knew how to do all of that stuff, it would probably be easier to make the jump in front of the camera. And so eventually I started working for this like private production company and they did Eagles pre and post games and Phillies pre and post games. And I was like their social media correspondent and like their fan correspondent. And little by little, I just kept getting more jobs because I just kept saying yes. And then finally I landed at the Fox affiliate in Philly as their sports, like, I guess I was doing nights and weekends. And so I was their reporter and their anchor, but also like everything behind it. It was like a one man band type of situation. Um, and that taught me a ton. And so I did that for a while. And then I finally ended up getting an audition at NFL Network. And at that point, I was going to quit TV. I didn't even think I was going to stay in it. Um, and Somehow, some way, I ended up landing the job at NFL. It was like, I guess, okay, I guess I'm not going to quit TV and I'll move across the country and live in Los Angeles. And so that's what ended up happening. And it was all really unexpected. And I feel like I kind of caught a wave and I'm still riding it. And I don't know how long it's going to go, but it's been cool so far. Absolutely awesome. Uh, check her out on social media at Colleen Wolf. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you are familiar because of the stuff she's doing. She does go on that other podcast uh, a bunch, so you can check her out there too, mm -hmm. which is awesome. Colleen, thank you so much for coming on the show. Really, really appreciate it. Anytime, Ross. Thanks again. Let that be a lesson, by the way. Smile. Be happy. Enjoy what you do. Have fun in life. Colleen was obviously the right person for the job with NFL Network, and you need to find the right person for your job with LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond. That's the key to the world's largest professional network of over 770 million people. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates 
with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus their leading competitors. Here's the deal. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week, nearly 40 million, that's a real number, 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Ross. That's linkedin.com slash Ross to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, Ross. Let's start with Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland Browns. They had their press conference, their introductory press conference on Friday. What did you think? thought it was bad. I thought it was bad primarily from Deshaun Watson's standpoint. Here's the two things that stood out to me. And listen, I believe in innocent until proven guilty. But for Deshaun to say, I didn't disrespect any women... Deshaun, there's kind of 22 women that have filed lawsuits against you. You necessarily disrespected them. I mean, maybe he should have gone with, I didn't commit the crimes, I didn't do anything illegal. But to say he didn't disrespect any women, 22 women clearly feel differently. Then the whole part about him saying he didn't know the structure of the Cleveland contract until afterwards... That's just bizarre. I mean, really? So, so first of all, no one believes him. Credibility is very important right now. So to lie about something like that is just not very smart. But let's take him at his word. Let's say he's being honest. And he really didn't know the contract. Seriously? That's not who I would want as the face of my franchise. You think Tom Brady or Russell Wilson or any of these guys would pick a team without knowing the structure or the money of the contract. I, I don't know why he went that route, but that was a very, very bad look in both of those aspects. Ducks takes. The Washington Commanders, that's going to take some time getting used to saying that, by the way. The Commanders, they re-signed Cornelius Lucas. The Eagles re-signed Derek Barnett in addition to linebacker Kazir White. The Chiefs, Three years, $30 million deal with Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Right. So I definitely need to talk with Greg Cosell this week about the Marquez Valdez-Scantling signing in Kansas City to get his take on what that really means for the Chiefs and for the Packers. Uh, really curious. I mean, the Packers still have a major void at receiver Pretty clearly, that's going to be a big focus of them for the draft. I don't know about the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs will draft a guy as well, but they wanted to at least make sure they had a better veteran presence by getting Valdez Scantling. I mean, really, 
you could put Alan Lazard in there, I'm sure. But I think you would ar- you could argue that the two most valuable receivers for the Packers the last couple of years, when he's been the MVP, he being Aaron Rodgers, has been Devontae Adams and Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Now they're both gone. It's not good. Not a good look. It seemed like the Packers just didn't think he was worth that much money, and they'd rather get new, younger guys that they think are just as good. And you know what? They might be right. We'll see. But there's always risk. For every really good rookie receiver, young receiver, there's one that's bad. So we'll see what happens there. As for the Chiefs, he's not Tyreek Hill. He's a very different player. But I'll be curious to see how he ends up performing in Kansas City. Obviously, Mahomes and Andy Reid will use him differently. That was really interesting, by the way. I tweeted this at Ross Tucker NFL where Valdez Scantling said he got cut from his team as a freshman in high school. He must mean like the varsity, right? I mean, I can't imagine. I don't. I'm not aware of any high schools in Pennsylvania that cut football players, whether it's junior high or JV or high school. I'm not aware of that. And high school football is very popular in Pennsylvania. I know he's from Florida, but how many are actually cutting players? I'm not familiar with that. I know basketball, you only have 12 or 15 on the team. You got to cut some guys. But most people want as many guys on the football team as possible for a lot of different reasons. I don't see people cutting them. Anyway, I just thought that was interesting. As for Cornelius Lucas, Commanders, I think, want him to compete with Sam Cosme for the right tackle spot or at least give them really good depth because he's played well for them. Derek Barnett, I've seen him described as a polarizing player for Eagles fans, but really most Eagles fans are just frustrated with him because they don't think he has lived up to being the 14th overall pick and because he's penalty prone. There's no other way to describe it. That said, haven't seen the contract terms. And that usually means he didn't get all that much, which means it probably was a very good value signing for the Eagles because he's still young, plays very hard, plays well against the run, as a better pass rusher than really I think most of the Eagles fans believe. And then Kaiser White led the Chargers in, in tackles last year. I'm a little bit surprised. I don't know if the Chargers didn't make more of an effort to sign him, but I like that signing for the Eagles to be able to get a guy like Kaiser White. Seemed like a pretty good fit. Next to T.J. Edwards, they like a lot of the things that Davion Taylor did last year when he was healthy. And so now I think they probably have a few linebackers they feel good about. Maybe they'll draft another one. Ducks takes. Chicago Bears signed restricted free agent Ryan Bates to an offer sheet. Really rare to see restricted free agent offer sheet signed. Really rare. So number one, I'm really curious to know what did he sign? What was the money? What what did Ryan get? Secondly, you know, I, I've known Ryan since he was in 10th grade of high school, Archbishop Wood, starting for them as they won the state championship in Pennsylvania. Same high school, by the way, as Kyle Pitts. Uh, Ryan was a tremendous player, went to Penn State, very good. But, you know, wasn't drafted, went to the Eagles, ended up getting traded to the Bills, could play really all five spots. Now he's a starter. He has made himself into an NFL starter. Good for him. I don't know why the Bills didn't put the second-round tender on him. To put the original tender on him didn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. That was that was the Bills trying to pinch pennies, and I think it I think it kind of bit him in the butt. Ducks takes. 
Some more signings around the league, including the Lions signing linebacker Jared Jared Gerard Davis. Jared Davis. Jared Davis. Saints signed safety Dan Sorensen. Vikings, Jandon Sullivan. Broncos, Billy Turner. Bears get a quarterback, Trevor Simeon. And the Chiefs sign running back Ronald Jones. Probably the most interesting one there is, I guess, Shannon Sullivan going from the Packers to the Vikings is always interesting. Uh, Ronald Jones with the Chiefs. You know, I don't know if people would think, oh, the Chiefs need another running back. But the Bucks felt like they wanted Fournette. So that's the guy they kept. And if Ronald Jones is in Kansas City, that's in large part because Tom Brady probably didn't fight that hard to get Ronald Jones back to Tampa and didn't feel like he was a huge piece that they needed to keep. I mean, I don't really know what else to say other than that. Um, So we'll see what he does in Kansas City. We'll also see what you guys think of tomorrow's College Draft Podcast with my guy, Teron Davenport. Incredible story of how he got the job that he has. So if if you're listening or watching this Sunday night, Make sure you make it a point to hear the Teron Davenport story tomorrow on the college draft. Or if you listen in the morning, listen to it later today. Just an awesome, awesome story from Teron of perseverance. Uh, love that guy. Um, I also love all of the I think we're done. Look, I love all the patrons. Patreon.com slash RT Media for all the reasons you already know. You guys are the diehards. Uh, and I love interacting with you on our private Tuckheads Slack channel. But I especially love, of course, yeah, I think we're done here, members. You probably have to have a business to do it, in fairness. But shout-outs to evergreenecon.com, go-bangles.com, steakhousesports.com, humanheadnyc.com, sportaculture, and pizza boy brewing absolutely delicious busy week even money podcast much to discuss with steve fezzik including dr chow pro football doc we need to get in the nitty-gritty of how dr chow can help us on the even money podcast fantasy feast let's dive into the running backs this week because that's obviously a very important position for dynasty and best ball we'll have greg cosell later in the week and a surprise guest in the middle of the week. Other than that, I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mentioned DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 109-WITH-IT. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, doesn't always. Sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit. 